Hello everybody, this is Arrow the Adventurer from arrowtheadventurer.com and this is Arrow the Adventurer, the podcast. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing great in these times, despite whatever circumstances you may have to overcome. Me personally, I'm maintaining. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I like to laugh a lot. Sometimes I walk around with my earbuds on, and instead of listening to music, Sometimes I'm listening to a podcast, if not my own. Sometimes I'm listening to stand-up comedy. A lot of the time I'm actually listening to stand-up comedy. Or I'm writing it um, in my head. And it occurred to me that that could seem pretty crazy. And it shouldn't. Um see people walking around laughing and smiling for no reason like it's not that somebody's laughing for no reason maybe they just don't want to share with you why they're laughing and sometimes that gives people a reason to be concerned (laughs) about what you're doing kind of goes back to um, one of my other episodes of people minding their business but here's the thing Nobody is really obligated to share their jokes with you. I can laugh all I want to. Walk around, laugh like a madman. It doesn't mean that I'm crazy. It means that I'm thinking about something funny. You're like, well, what could possibly be that funny that you wouldn't want to share? Anything, really, is my answer to that. Can you imagine if some of the greatest comedians that we know of today, um, you know, Richard Simmons, is that the right one? Or am I thinking of the guy that does the aerobics? Okay, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh, Kevin Hart. Robin Williams. Um, Jim Gaffigan. Is that how you say his name? Sarah Silverman. Some other people. Gabriel Iglesias. Um, some more funny people. I don't know, I like Martin Lawrence and, um, there's lots of them. Joe Rogan, (laughs) who also does awesome podcasts, also a funny guy. I didn't even know he did stand-up until, um, um, 
maybe a year or so ago. I just knew him from the podcast. So it turns out he's actually a very funny comedian. Um, and then there's also another funny uh, comedian that I like, Bill Burr, who actually inspired my podcast because he just sits around and talks into the mic. So I was like, I can do that. I can totally do that. Um, but here's the thing. What if all those comedians turned out to be introverts? Like in some other parallel universe. And they're equally as funny as they normally would be. They're the same exact comedians, only they, they don't have the will or the drive or intention um, to share their jokes. So these are literally some of the funniest jokes in the world that nobody will ever hear. But all the times that those people made you laugh or whoever your favorite comedian might be, assuming that you are a person who likes to laugh, all those times that they made you laugh, they just told those jokes to themselves and they just bust out laughing all the time. Too shy to share them. It's not a good thing or a bad thing, it's just it's just a funny thought that I was thinking about because sometimes, you know, I think things are very funny to me and I really don't care enough to share that with anybody. They're my jokes. I am not under any obligation to share my jokes with anybody. (laughs) That's just how I feel. They're mine. Like, people get so weird when it comes to knowing what someone else is up to. Like, I don't know. I don't know if people... I don't know. That's just something I was thinking about. Um, my point is, which kind of led me to this, was find a reason to laugh. Um, find a reason to smile. I'll just get right into... um what led me to that conclusion is that I used to suffer from depression a lot Um, all the way up to the point to where one night somebody found me hanging unconscious and stuff was purple. My face was leaking all the fluids from um, all the holes were set from my ears, all the orifices. <laughs> um, my nose and eyes and mouth was running. And I ended up in a coma for three days. Three days later, with a huge 
tube down my throat. That was probably the most horrifying aspects of all of it. Like, we're gonna like get it out, <laughs> get it out, get it out of my neck. And that's how bad it got with me. Interesting about that story is my best friend growing up pretty much, you know, cussed me out over that. Like, what the fuck was you thinking? Why would you even do something like that? Like, I knew this guy um, since the fourth grade at that time. And when that happened, I was about 30. And this is like the first guy that I met in Florida when I moved down to Lakeland. I'm from Albany, Albany, New York. And the weird thing was, maybe about two, three years later, Okay, that happened in 2014, so it was 2017. Three years later, I get a phone call. I say, he's dead. That was my mother. Pete's dead. Pete, who? Pete, Pete. And said, how? Actually, I hung up the phone. Hung up the phone. Tried to process it. Uh, but how? He shot himself. Nobody sees that coming. And I don't know why he did what he did. I don't know why I did what I did. But here's what I learned since then. If you're depressed, and you lose your fear, of dying, then what you're not realizing is that you should also have lost your fear to live. Excuse me. (laughs) You should lose your fear to live too. Because if you're not scared to die, then you shouldn't be scared to live either because I mean death is set in stone as far as we know as far as we can prove so before before you take that 
that leap. Of do what cannot be undone, which is death. Why not take that opportunity to do the thing that you're always scared to do in the first place? And maybe you get somewhere else. Maybe you'll find meaning in life and an ironic twist of things. How crazy would that be? Because I've always been kind of an adrenaline junkie. And it's like... Well... I really don't know how to explain it. But it's literally pouring down raining like soon as I said that. Can you guys hear that? the smell of summer rain I love it but anyways um, a lot of people have this anxiety um, when it comes to doing things and it's like just do it just do it just do it and sometimes it's not that easy but if you are to the point to where that one thing that you're like, just do it, just do it, just kill yourself. Um, there's a lot of other things that you can do. Um, before you do that, fun things. <laughs> awesome things. Things that legends are made of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can be a hero, you know? Not necessarily saving somebody's lives, but just being an example of how awesome people can be. You know? It's like, I don't have anything left. So there's two roads you can go down. Can y'all hear that thunder? Because <laughs> it's thundering and lightning now. <laughs> but you have these two options left. And you have nothing to lose. You can give it up. Or you can use that fat. I don't want to say make risky decisions but it's like what do you have left to lose because there's a couple well there's a couple different theories of philosophies of people who have nothing left to lose 
Like I see on Facebook, it's uh, dealing with somebody who has nothing left to lose will help you lose everything that you have. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that clearly. Um, because that's, that's where you get the old um, phrase of Hail Mary. You do a Hail Mary play. Because we, we might as well. <laughs> we might as well do this. And then you do a Hail Mary. And who knows? You make that touchdown. You win the game. But here's what we do know. If you don't do something, everything is lost anyways. And sometimes that nothing left to lose is freedom. Because you know what else you don't have to lose? Chains. You don't have chains. <laughs> chains to lose, not change. <laughs> chains. C-H-A-I-N-S You don't have chains to lose anymore They're already gone So if you're gonna die At least you can die um, At least pursuing happiness If not achieving it It makes sense to me Which goes back to this original thing On me talking about Find a reason to laugh. Find a reason to smile. Because that's what I do um, sometimes. I make jokes. I listen to jokes. I find things that make me happy. Things that make me smile. Things that make me laugh. And the weird part is... Sometimes people actually think that you're now, now you're crazy. <laughs> now you're crazy for laughing and smiling, and nobody knows why. And that's why I came to the conclusion that it really doesn't matter what people think. Because there's It's not about them, it's about you. How you feel, what you want to do, how you're doing it. That's what it's about. You know, you could be depressed and sad and people would just tell you to cheer up. Like it's an easy thing. Um. There's different degrees to that, naturally. And you can't just always pick yourself up. But you wanna know what the weird part is? When you're not depressed, and you're super confident, even for no reason, even, even if that confidence is a byproduct of defeating your depression, now people are going to look at you like you're arrogant, like you're cocky, you know, you're smug, not realizing that, like, this is the self-esteem <laughs> that everybody was preaching, <laughs> kicking it, you know what I'm saying, and now, now you're too confident, 
And like people want you at this weird level, like you don't have to be where anybody wants you. You need to be where you feel you need to be. And I, I always thought that was weird because I went from depressed to confident. And it's just like, There's always going to be a problem with some people. What you need to make sure is that there isn't a problem with you. As long as you know that you're trying. And that you're setting your attention to be better. Here's the thing about intentions. If you keep trying, it is statistically impossible, statistically impossible for you to fail. There's different degrees to that statement, once again. Maybe you don't try the same thing over and over again, but the, the general goal You know, going to the weird saying, more than one way to skin a cat. They, somebody could have came up with a better way to say that. Um, but there's lots of ways to do things. Do you, be you, be happy. Yeah, because when you're at the point, when you're at the bottom, it's a it's an empty canvas. It's an empty canvas. Um, speaking of canvases, I wanted to run this analogy across something I've been saying. Something I've been saying for a long time, since maybe I was in high school. And normally, um, I attributed this to the fact that ancient cultures and stuff seem to be connected. But it doesn't necessarily have to relate to that. It can also apply to just people working together and how we can all perceive things differently and at the same time we all can um, contribute a valuable contribute something valuable um, to the table and that's what I call the big picture. That's what I said, speaking of canvases. So just imagine I had this bus. I gathered people up from the four corners of the world. Okay, buses. I have buses. 
Okay, we're not gonna do the Noah's Ark. How did everybody fit in it? Pay attention. <laughs> okay. I have these buses. These buses are to, to bring people from around the world to witness this masterpiece that I created. It's a big old painting. It's a big picture. <laughs> and at the end, um, everybody goes back home and, and you tell everybody what, what you witnessed. Now here's the thing about people. Depending on their own prejudices, depending on their culture, depending on their society, and how they think, and how they view life, you're going to have different um, perspectives, because people are going to focus on different things. So we take everybody, not everybody in the world, but these representatives from all around the world um, to see my, my big picture. And it is a masterpiece. Everybody agrees. I mean, they go back and they tell everybody what they see, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about perspectives. You're going to have some people, when they go back and tell their people what they witnessed, they're, they're mostly going to remember the colors. It was blue, it was green, red. You got some people that are going to go back, they're, they're, they're just going to remember what was going on in the big picture, like, oh, there were bird flies, and it was sun setting or rising someone was on a bike I don't you know then you got some people they just gotta remember the shapes like the intricate detail of the shapes and of the design it was like it was so graphic it just looked so real and and the way that the shapes were put together it was it was kind of amazing you got some people who are just gonna, they might just remember the frame, like, oh, it was in a frame, and the frame was made out of gold and silver, and that alone had designs on it, and I thought that was impressive. And then you'll have people who, who will just remember the people around them, like, you know, I looked at the picture, and everybody else that was there with me, they thought it was cool too. Everybody was talking about how amazing it was and how nice it was, how stupid it was. <laughs> you know? And then, you got some people, they're going to just remember that damn bus trip. They're back like, I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> the bus trip was long. We didn't make enough stops. <laughs> it was uncomfortable. Oh, it was very comfortable. The people on the bus were nice. You know? Or you got people 
um, who wandered off from the big picture and just walked around the rest of the museum. Like, I don't know about that picture, but um, they have some pretty impressive exhibits over there. And, you know, I like it. I would go back. And, so. <laughs> so that's the thing about the perspective. But here's the thing. You know, if we put it all together, you get back to the big picture. You know, so basically, um, teamwork makes the dream work. And, you know, sometimes you just got to consider taking into consideration what people are saying and try to fit it together, you know, let it get in where it fit it, as, as they say. As the kids say. Mm-hmm. So. That's my analogy of the big picture. I hope that's help. that helps. It's just a raining morning. So I'm looking at the lightning. I got a real funny. It's not a funny story. Um, but it's a story about lightning and thunder. And it involves a cemetery. Rosary piece. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that one. Um, not today. So, did I say this is Arrow the Adventurer? From ArrowTheAdventurer.com, but this is Arrow the Adventurer, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Please follow. Share, like, subscribe, wherever you may find um, Arrow the Adventure. So, that's what I have to say about a lot of that. One more, one more analogy that I've had since um, I was in high school. I call it steaks and cakes. Steaks and cakes. Both things that people love. This is an analogy about progress and comparison. In comparison to progress, I guess. Um. Bear with me, I like literally just woke up. So, I hope it all makes sense. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But it's all good, because, well, this is my podcast. (laughs) That's why I made it. Um, But anyways, sticks and cakes. So. Let's say for everyone in the world, there was one chef. Okay, a chef department. We'll make it <laughs> a little bit more plausible for reality because surely there cannot be one chef for everyone in the world 
Okay, fine. The color, culinary department of Earth. <laughs> okay. And let's say that the Earth was car compartmentalized, broken into compartments. I always have trouble saying that word. <laughs> but it's broken into sections that, and the people in those sections don't really, um, they have limited contact with each other. Okay? They can only just see. Some can see but not experience um, what other people got going on. Others can't even see what other people got going on. It's possible that happens in the world. Um, you know, it happens. Um, like censor different censorship um, throughout time. So, so. Everybody eats on earth. Everybody eats. Everybody gets to eat. We wiped out world hunger. Everybody eats something. Um, some people just get bread or water. But it's food. Porridge. Things like that. And then in the same area, you have people, they get peanut butter and jelly. Now, the people with peanut butter and jelly, they see the people with only bread. And some may be grateful, others may be, what's the word, is it smug? Superior, they may just feel superior, <laughs> period, superior, like, look at all these people with bread, but we have peanut butter. And jelly. And life goes on great for them. But here's the thing. I love the culinary arts. Well, I wouldn't call it that, I guess. I like good food. <laughs> Let's keep it simple. I like good food. And, of course, when bread is your only option, peanut butter and jelly is going to see very delectable. I don't even know if that's the right word. <laughs> uh, but definitely preferable. But peanut butter and jelly 
isn't as nearly as tasty as food can get. What about the steaks? What about the cakes? What about the Tulsa Caesar salads or the fruit salads? What about the roast rib barbecue? Tacos, <laughs> fried chicken. What about all that other stuff? It's possible. My bread is good too. Because nobody's starving. Um, peanut butter and jelly is better than bread. But you don't always have to believe that the buck stops there. Is what I'm saying. It could always be worse. It could always be better. I know that sounds kind of stupid and it goes without saying. But I just wanted to share that. That's something that's always kind of driven me um, in my life um, since high school. I can't. I came up with that. It's like, yeah, this is good. It's good, but I know there's better, and that's no reason to look down on the people with only bread, neither, because you got peanut butter and jelly. And you ain't even never heard of steaks. You ain't even heard of fried chicken. You ain't heard of tacos. You ain't heard of pizza. You don't even know that stuff exists. But here you are, high and mighty. <laughs> Anyways. This is Arrow from com. Um, and this is Arrow the Adventure of the Podcast. And make sure you go check out my ebook on Amazon.com. I'm not insane. I'm informed. And thank you for your time. It's by Arrow Fisher. Make sure you check out my website and my social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. Now TikTok, when I figure out how to work that. Um, But it's all good. Thank you for tuning in with me. Thank you for your time. Okay. I hope everybody continues to be safe and prosper. Not only survive, but thrive. I'm your friend. Arrow the Adventurer. Peace.